trying to deal with some things. I want to go back over there where we were at. Got too high, too low, too up, too down. Everybody get a picture of this that wanted it? Ah, that was some good stuff. If you missed that, brother, you missed something there. Now, the, the advantage of that was is I got to get that for three years. And, brother, that's some good stuff. I couldn't write notes fast enough most of the time. And it's really bad when you can't write fast enough and you can't spell. So it just looks, it, it's, it's really, you know. So I found I couldn't write, make notes in my Bible. I had to write them on paper, then go home, get somebody to correct my spelling before I put my notes in my Bible. So it took me twice as long to do anything. And so I came, I came up with my own shorthand version. <laughs> I knew what it was, but nobody else would have. But after three years, I had my own little little method of, of writing so that I could understand what I had written and taken notes. But that's good stuff. All right, back over in Genesis where we were at. We were looking at some things last week. and Because why? Because, well, when you get done with Revelation, you're right back in, you, you go from eternity to a maternity from the beginning to the end, and you're back in eternity again. So you got eternity past and eternity future. And this life and everything that, that creation is is just a blip. If um, I had a guy that illustrated it one time, if you wanted to illustrate uh, from the beginning to the end, if that wall was the beginning and this wall was the end and the church age and everything, humankind all the way through the tribulation and everything to the judgment and everything, he said, if you were to put that sheet of paper in there, that's the amount of time, space it would take up. It's as thin as that. When you put it in relationship to everything else from eternity past to eternity future. Because why? Because we're just a blip, really. We're just a blip on the screen. You don't, I don't know what went on before God created. I have some speculations because of what the Bible says there in Genesis. So let's, uh, let's look at some things. I want to look at a, a subject tonight. I'm going to try to look at, and we'll, we'll look at this. And I'm not uh, Brother Donovan, so you're not going to get that real pretty, pretty writing that he does. We're going to look at darkness. And the reason we're going to look at darkness is because darkness is very, very prevalent when you're looking at the creation and what goes on. And how it is. Now, darkness is going to be associated with a couple of things. First of all, it's going to be associated with night. Okay, and that's a physical darkness, night. When you look at the Bible, and that's easily distinguished. That's an easily thing when you distinguish when it says, you know, and it became evening. You know that's night. You know it's dark. Okay? So that's easy, right? The next one that you're going to see is it's going to be, uh, I think that's how you spell it, evil. It's going to be associated with evil. But the thing is, is that evil is always going to be associated, too, with judgment. So these two kind of go hand in hand here. But you're going to see darkness is always going to be 
dealing with these two right here is what we're going to deal with tonight. Evil and judgment. Because these two are going to go hand in hand. Now take your Bible to start off with and go over to 1 John. We'll go over to 1 John and go over to 1 John 1 and look in 5. 1 John 1, 5. So 1 John... First John 1 John 1.5 says, says there, But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. No, First John 1 John 1.5. Then this then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So that darkness there would be, there's no evil in, in God. Why? Because God does judge. Amen? So we know it's this one. So we know that in association with darkness here is evil. God is light. So we know that what God does, God is light, and in Him is no evil. Okay? We're we're good with that, right? We We can establish that and say that's good. So with that, then let's look at some things. Now go back over to uh, Genesis 1. And of course over there in Genesis uh, 1 and in verse 2, it says, And the earth was without form and void and darkness. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God saw the light that it was good. So uh, in verse uh, in Genesis 1, 2, it says there was void and there was darkness. Now we go from Genesis 1, 1, where everything is good, everything is great, no problems. In the beginning was that God created the heaven and the earth. We know that there is no darkness in God at all. Then all of a sudden, we go with something that's no longer made, confusion. God's not the author of confusion. So it's something that, that is confusion, and there's darkness there. Something happened between Genesis 1, 1 and 1, 2. Why? Because there wouldn't be any darkness there because there is no darkness with God. The only way you got darkness there is if something happened. There's some type of judgment going on. And I'm going to show you the relationship with that evil and judgment go together. Take your, uh, take your Bible and go over to uh, Exodus. Or a stop. Let's first stop in Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15. Notice in verse 12. Genesis 15:12. So, you know, God is light. Go to Genesis 15:12, and we'll go through 14. Genesis 15:12. And when the sun goeth down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. Now, is the judgment going to be on Abraham? No. Let's read on. And uh, in 15, well, I flipped way past it. In 13, and he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land. So he's seeing a vision that it is not theirs, and shall serve them, 
and they shall afflict them for 400 years. So now the prophecy is here, the children of Israel in Egypt being afflicted for 400 years. Right? Verse 14, And also that nation whom they shall serve, I will what? Judge. So what is this about? Abraham sees a vision and great fear and darkness, dread fell on him. Why? Because God's fixing to talk about a judgment. A judgment that's coming. That's in the future. It has to do with judgment. God's telling him that he's going to judge that nation. All right, take it, go over to Exodus. Exodus chapter 10. Now we ain't going to get every one of them. Because we don't have time. There's like, if you, if you run all of them, there's 142 verses just on darkness. Not counting if you did the variations of darkness like dark, uh, dread, and things that would deal with it and get, get other. Alright, Exodus chapter 22, 10-22. Alright, here's dealing with Moses stretching forth his hand toward heaven. And what? There was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. Now, what is this dealing with? This is part of the ten plagues of Egypt. This is part of the judgment, God's judgment on Egypt. Because he said, let my people go. They didn't let them go. What happened? Judgment. What was one of the judgments? Darkness. And it was not just a darkness. It was a darkness you could feel. And it was total darkness for three days. But it's in association with judgment. Now there's other things that are associated with judgment. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when you see some type of judgment going on in the Bible, usually darkness is going to be either before or after it. It's going to be somewhere in some verses around it. And there's other things. There's, there's things when judgment, when people are cast into hell, there's wailing and gnashing of peace. Those are associated with judgment. But we're talking about darkness. I'm not saying this is the only word. I'm just saying it's, it is a word and it is associated. And it's only associated with a couple of things. Physical darkness and evil and judgments. Now notice with me. Go on over to Exodus chapter uh, 14. And we're going to walk right through it. Exodus 14. And in Exodus chapter 14, notice in verse 20. Exodus 14, 20. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud of darkness unto them, the Egyptians. But it was a cloud of light unto the... Notice the separation. Who got darkness? The Egyptians. Why? Because God's wrath was upon them. His judgment was upon them. The children of Israel got the light. So we find the association of darkness is dealing with judgments. Always associated with judgments. So when you go back to Genesis 1-1 and all of a sudden everything is good, then you get to Genesis 1-2 and all of a sudden there's this thing ain't got no form, it's void, there's nothing there, and darkness is everywhere. Something happened. What happened? I believe there was a judgment came. All right, so notice with me. Go to Exodus chapter 20. And we'll go through Job and some more of them, but we'll just walk through some of these. Exodus chapter 20. 
Now here's where the people uh, stood afar off and Moses drew near under the thick darkness where God was. In Exodus chapter 20, notice in uh, verse 21. Now notice here he says, uh, verse, back up to verse 19, And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak to us, lest we die. <laughs> Why? Because they knew that if God spoke, their sins was going to come under judgment. They're going to die. They, why? Because they were scared. And Moses said, People fear not, for God has come to prove you that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. Notice, he's trying to prove them, say, Sin not, but that darkness they know shows judgment, and they're afraid of judgment. Don't let him talk to us. Don't, we don't want to get near him. Why? Because if he does... We're afraid. You ever notice why a judge wears a black robe? Do you ever, you ever wonder about that? They wear a black robe. They always put a black hood over somebody before they execute them. You ever think about that? Why is it all dark stuff? It's the way they do it. All right, notice, take it over and go over to, uh, let's see here. i got a whole stack of these things. We're not going to do all of them. Go over to Deuteronomy, chapter 28. Deuteronomy, chapter 28. Now, this is a, a statement of talking about the children of Israel. This is where, um, where you'll, you either do right or you don't do right. Notice in uh, Deuteronomy... Chapter 28, and notice in verse 29, that's going to be our, our concentrated verse. Chapter 28, verse 29, but we're going to back up and notice here. Now, dealing in this chapter, it's the curses for disobedience. And if you'll back up in there, it says, uh, and notice, let's start in verse 14. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I commanded thee this day to the right hand or the left, to go unto the other gods to serve them. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and to observe all his commandments and his statutes, which I commanded thee this day, and all the, these curses shall come upon you. So all these judgments will come upon you. Curses, judgment. Right? Amen. That's what he's and he, so he said. Cursed thou shalt be in the city. Cursed thou shalt be in the field. Cursed be the ba- uh, basket in the store. Cursed be the fruit of the body. Cursed this. Cursed this. Cursed this. And then verse twenty, he said, the Lord will send a cursing, a vexation, a rebuke, uh, the the destroyer, wickedness, uh, uh, just all this stuff. And you get all the way down here, and he says, and thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness. Why? Because darkness is always associated where judgment is present. You're going to grope like a blind man in darkness. Why? Over there in, in uh, the New Testament, we will we'll get there in a minute, but you'll notice over there in the New Testament, every time they talk about hell, it says they're cast into outer darkness where wailing and gnashing of teeth. What does that to do with judgment? It's always dealing with judgment. 
or it's going to deal with physical night. Now, it's easy to see that that's not talking about physical night. It's talking about judgment. And, of course, there's a bunch in there that we haven't gone over that deals a lot with evil, that uh, deals with the evilness of things, the evilness, you know, good and evil, light versus dark, where God is light, you know, and in Him is no darkness, is no evil. Where, you know, it, uh, the one where it says, if your eye is full of light, how can darkness be in you? Well, that's evil. So it's dealing with evil. But it's going to be dealing with those. But right now, we're just dealing with the ones dealing with judgment. Uh, notice, uh, go, over, go over to Job. And over in Job, he's got quite a few. Job chapter 3 and verse 4. Now, what, notice what Job does. He judges the day that he was born, man. He said uh, he said he asking God not to even regard it. Uh, let it be as darkness. Look at Job chapter 3 and verse 4. Let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above. Neither let the light shine upon it. Let darkness and the shadow of death stain it. Let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify. He said, he's judging the day. He's like, let darkness be on it. Why? Because he don't want anything good. He's not saying anything good about that. Uh, Men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds are, see, there's where it's associated with evil. It's it's going to be associated with one of these three places every time. All right, so notice uh, Job chapter 3, verse 5. Job chapter 3, verse 6, we read that. So we can take that through 3, 5, and 6 there. All right, so now notice in uh, Job chapter 15. Job chapter 15. And notice in uh, verse 30. Job 15, 30. And he shall not depart of out of the darkness. The flame shall dry up his branches. And by the breath of his mouth shall he go away. Who's he talking about? If you back through there, it's talking about the wicked. Talking about wicked men. You go back through there and you'll find that he's talking about wicked men. Guess what? It's dealing with darkness, the wickedness. But it says, the Bible says, the wrath of God dwelleth upon the wicked. God is angry with the wicked every day. What are they, what are they in, in store for? Judgment. Yeah. That darkness. Uh, look over in Job chapter 22. Job 22. So when you get there, you find that when you see darkness, it's dealing with type of judgment and evil. So when we get back over to Genesis 1-2, we know that there's something going on there. Job chapter 22 and verse 11. Now notice here. Talking about the, the then Elipaz the Temite. She's talking about a man. Can a man pro, be profitable unto God? 
as he that is wise may be profitable unto himself. So he's talking about men and their own wisdom. Notice he talks about the mighty man and the earth and how honorable a man dwell in it. Verse 8, And thou hast set windows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Notice that. Now notice verse 10. Therefore snares are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee, or darkness. What's he talking about? He's talking about the individual that will not help a widow or won't help the fatherless or sends him away empty-handed or refuses to do good. He said, you know what it is? He said, snares will be set about you. And he said, darkness, judgment, will cover you. Why? Because Job knows, those guys know that they are dependent on doing right and doing good. So God will bless them. So what he's using is, he's saying that's darkness, Job, is judgment, is going to come on the wicked. Amen. All right, notice in, uh, moving on here. Uh, Notice in Psalms, here's a good one. Psalms 97. Psalms 97. Psalms 97, 2. I think that's it. Psalms 97, 2. He said, Clouds and darkness round about him, righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his throne. Notice, clouds and darkness are round about him, but righteousness and judgment, now darkness is present, so judgment is present, Righteousness, light, around his throne. But notice, judgment are the habitation of his throne. So when you see these things dealing with God, notice what it says. Let's read it again. It says there, Clouds and darkness are round about him. So every verse in there, whether Ezekiel or any of those Old Testament verses where it talks about the Lord coming and thick clouds and darkness, he tells you they're round about him. Why? Because God brings judgment. When God comes, He's going to bring judgment. When you get around God, God judges. God is a judge. He's a divider. He divides this from that. And He says this is right and that's wrong. So what are you going to have? There's going to be darkness there. Because it's associated with judgment. Alright, so now. um, That's 97 there. If you went over to Proverbs 4, 19, over in Proverbs 4 and verse 19, the Bible says there, it says, The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not what if they stumble. So the way of the wicked are as darkness. What? Judgment. They don't know how they stumble. They're stumbling all kind of ways. Notice here. Notice in Proverbs 20, 20. Here's one. Whoso curses his mother or his father, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. How? The Old Testament tells you how. If a young child cusses his mother or father, you're to take him out and stone him. His lamp is to be put out. What? Judgments be brought upon him. Darkness. <laughs> it's going to be darkness every time. Uh, let's see. In Jeremiah 13, 
Jeremiah 13, 16. Give glory to God, your, give, give glory to the Lord your God before He calls darkness before your feet. Stumble upon the dark mountains while ye look for light. He turn it into, sh- into the shadow of death and make it a gross darkness. What? Judgment. You're going to stumble around there looking for light. And you know what you're going to get? You ain't going to get it. What you're going to get? More darkness. Gross darkness. Judgment. If you go over to Matthew. Matthew uh, 6. Matthew chapter 6 and 23. Matthew 6, 23. says, If thy nine be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. See? Evil. Darkness. Matthew 8. Matthew 8, 12. Matthew 8, 12 said, But the children of the kingdom shall be cast into outer darkness. Why? And there shall be wailing, weeping, and gnashing of teeth because of the judgment. We've got a rejection. Matthew 22. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him in the outer darkness. And there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Why? Because he didn't have the wedding garment. See? They judged him. He didn't have, what are you doing here, man? You ain't got a wedding garment on? No, I, didn't, you know, I ain't got that. Bind him hand and foot and throw him out. Judgment. <laughs> outer darkness. All right, let's see. Uh, Matthew 25. 25.30 says, And cast ye the unprofitable servant to outer darkness, and there shall be, weep, shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. There again, judgment. Notice here in Matthew, Matthew chapter 15 and 33. It says, And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And when that darkness come, Christ cries out, Eloi, Eloi, lamba sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? What? The judgment of God come down on sin because he became sin for us. Darkness. The judgment. Judgment. Uh, John 3.19. John 3.19. And this is the commandment that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. There's that evil and judgment comes upon it. So with that, and man, there's, you can go to John 12:46. I come a light into the world and whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. You won't abide in it. Why? Because Christ is the light. So when we go back over to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2, and we find where the earth is being created, and then all of a sudden the earth is without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, what does that tell me? Judgment happened. Judgment came upon that. Something was there on that earth, and God judged it because it rebelled. That's why when it says over there, where, over in Isaiah, where uh, the devil says, I will ascend and I will put my throne above the Most High God, that's where it was. 
That's why that is spoken long before, long before he, God said uh, 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 he created Adam and he said uh, be fruitful and multiply. The devil said I will ascend over in Isaiah chapter 14, I believe it is. And in verse 9. And he says, no, you won't. You'll go down to the sides of the north, to the pit. And so that's where he goes. And God brings judgment upon that first earth, that earth. And he destroys it, and then he brings forth that other earth. That's called the gap. People call it a gap theory. I call it a gap fact. And the reason being is it's simple, darkness. Because I know that God is light and in Him is no darkness. The only time you see darkness show up is when something here is, is amiss. It's the only time. So man comes in and he's created. And the Bible says uh, his, his ways are evil, his days are evil. It says, uh, Job says over there and he says, And I will, I will die and I'll go back to the dust and back into darkness. See? Why? Back into judgment. Why? Because you've been judged. We've all been judged. Everyone in here has been judged. There's a point under a day wants to die. That's, that's, that was a judgment by God. He said, in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. That's a judgment. Guess what? The day we, we ate of it, our father ate of it, we're going to die. Father Abraham, uh, Adam. And we're going to die. That's why the Bible says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, shadow, not darkness, because we don't go through darkness. We've got somebody in there with us. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. See? Now, if God's not we, guess where you're going? Right into the darkness. When we, when we die, we wake up absent from the body, present with the Lord. The lost man wakes up. He wakes up in darkness and wailing and gnashing of teeth and, and torment. All right, so now, well, what we'll do next time, we've dealt with this, we'll, we'll deal with that, try to reconcile there with the Scripture where that is. We'll go over there to Isaiah chapter 14. We'll look over there at Ezekiel chapter 28. And we'll look over there where the devil was in the beginning because there's some things that went on there you got angels that are held in chains of darkness well where do they come from how did they get in those chains of darkness the only place they could have come from was between genesis 1 1 and genesis 1 2 in that fall and that's dealing with him all right we'll take a break here